Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Prophecy is the topic for today's programme, Colin. The gift of prophecy. Now, is this something that potentially every one of us could have? Uh, if somebody is filled with the Spirit, then they're able to prophesy. But we need, right at the outset, to get some clarification as to what a prophet is today and what the gift of prophecy is about. Uh, we need to learn this week how to discern what is true prophecy from God and what is really of the soul or even of the enemy trying to disrupt people's lives. So it's a very, very important subject, a much misunderstood subject. Let's jump in at the deep end and talk about prophets because the body of Christ is greatly disturbed and disrupted these days by many people who call themselves prophets, but they're not. Uh, first of all, if God has raised somebody up in a particular ministry, no matter what that ministry, it's not what a person claims to be that matters, but how others perceive that person. In other words, if a person really is a prophet, then he will be or she will be accepted as a prophet by the body of Christ. People, especially those with spiritual perception who are in leadership will recognize that that particular person has not just a prophetic gift, but a calling to be a prophet. Is that because they have a good track record? Uh, it's because certainly that they have a good track record, but something more than that. There is a particular authority on their lives and on the prof pro prophetic utterances that they bring um, which are out of the ordinary. I think it w I must make clear that I believe there are very few true prophets around today. A lot of people can prophesy, and we'll talk about that, but there are very few true prophets. There are a lot of people who claim to be prophets, but are not. Just as there are very few true apostles, although there are many people that claim to be apostles and are not, or even appoint to be apostles by men, which is a bit of a biblical nonsense to do that. Um, the genuine article of somebody who has that, the mantle of a prophet, is, is fairly rare today, as, of course, it was in Bible times. So what is a prophet? Well, prophecy is nothing other than simply hearing from God and speaking forth that which comes from God. A prophecy is not foretelling the future. Prophecy is bringing a word from the heart of God. Now, there are many activities that can be prophetic. For example, prophecy can be prophetic. Prayer can be prophetic. Uh, the Conversations that believers have with one another can, on occasions, even be prophetic, in the sense that God is speaking through the um, sermon 
or through the prayer or through the conversation. But clearly, not all sermons are prophetic. Not all prayer is prophetic. And certainly not all conversations are prophetic. It just means that the voice of God can come through uh, to people's hearts in a whole variety of ways. But a prophet is someone who has a particular anointing from God to bring God's word into a situation usually about which he knows nothing. Uh, it's very difficult for us to get a distinctive and a true prophetic word about circumstances with which we are greatly familiar. It's, it's difficult to discern the difference between what is of the spirit and what is of the soul in situations. That means what is of God, the spirit, and what is of man, the soul. The danger is that there are quite a lot of what I call mavericks, people who are not submitted to any spiritual authority, who want to go around from church to church speaking in a very judgmental way. Uh, they are very critical in the things that they say. Uh, they pull down rather than build up. Now, uh, there are others who sort of assume the mantle of an Old Testament prophet. Uh, you know, they think of themselves in that way and, and try to sound like that uh, because, of course, there are very many judgmental passages uh, in the Scripture. And we'll talk about that in, in the prophetic Scriptures in the Old Testament. But prophecy in the New Testament has a different function from prophecy in the Old Testament. Let me read you what Paul says. But everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. Comfort meaning uh, to come alongside and give strength to people. For strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. So how can you tell a, a true prophetic word from a false prof prophetic word. Let me go one step further and say, how can you tell a true prophet from a false prophet? Well, a true prophet will strengthen, encourage, and comfort. Uh, will he bring words of correction? Yes, sometimes, but he will not do that in a judgmental way. Why? Because uh, Jesus says, do not judge lest you be judged. So we have no right to bring words of judgment, even in a prophetic context. Words of correction, yes. Words of warning, yes. But always with those words of warning, there will be the strengthening, the encouragement, and the comfort. Now you see this in the way that the Spirit of God speaks to the, the um, churches in Asia Minor that we read about in uh, the book of Revelation chapters 2 and 3. And a few weeks ago, we went through those uh, particular prophetic words. And you see, before he brings words of correction, uh, the Spirit of God first encourages 
God says to his people in each of those churches, you know, I see this and that pleases me, it's good. But then there are the words of correction. I also see these other things that are not so good and I call you to repent of those things. So the spirit, if you like, of true prophecy is a spirit of encouragement, not a spirit of judgment. So as soon as you have somebody who stands up and starts to speak in a judgmental way, you know that this is not really God. This is the person speaking out of his own spirit in judgment upon that particular church or congregation or so on. That's, that's not good because it doesn't build up, it doesn't encourage, it doesn't release people into the purposes of God. It is simply judging and condemning. And of course, we know from the scripture that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So words of condemnation certainly don't come from the Holy Spirit. And presumably it's a very serious thing to claim to be speaking from God if in fact you're not. A lot of responsibility lies upon the pastoral leadership of a church that these mavericks should not be allowed to speak. Uh, the trouble is that the leadership in some churches is so weak that the leaders allow these people to speak. You know, somebody comes along, it, it, it's happened to me on a number of occasions, somebody visited our church and said, God has sent me here with a word for this church. I say, oh, that's interesting. What is that word? And they will not tell you. So, oh no, it's not for you, it's for the whole church. I must be given room and space uh, to bring it in the service for the whole church. And I say to them point blank, you will not speak, and if you start to speak, I will stop you. Because what you have is not from God if you cannot submit it to me as the leader of this church first and foremost. Uh, and you see, this is manipulation. It's spiritual manipulation. It is not of God. God does not work that way. If, if a church is moving in the purposes of God and the will of God, God will always speak, first and foremost, through the leadership. And yes, he can send prophets along to confirm what, um, the, what the leadership is hearing, but God will never lead a congregation by bypassing the leadership. He will always do it through the leadership. So really, uh, any leader that allows these kind of people to speak and to address the congregation is acting in a very irresponsible manner because we're told to guard the flock that are entrusted to us. Of course, just as much damage can be by somebody in a congregation or a small group of people in a congregation who consider themselves to be the prophets to that church. And um, so they can try to manipulate the course of events and the direction of that church through a series of prophetic words that they bring in the meeting. And again, you need strong pastoral leadership to stop that not to allow that to happen, even if it does upset the people. It's not grieving the Holy Spirit. They will always be accused, you're grieving the Holy Spirit, you're not letting us bring what God was saying to us. And the point is that if these people are not prepared to submit what they're saying to the leadership, to have it checked out, then they should not be allowed to speak at all. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 